Hello once again, everybody. I am the Common Sense American, and thank you for tuning in today. I'm sure you've all been paying attention to the Trump indictment, which has completely rocked the political world and has dominated news headlines for at least the past few weeks. Um, and I really didn't see any way to avoid it. Usually I tend to try a different topic when one particular subject is dominating the headlines. But quite frankly, it's really all anybody is talking about. And I also see it as a good opportunity for me to appeal to uh, Republicans, conservatives, uh, Trump fans um, to give, maybe give you a different sort of look at this. Uh, but let me start by saying um, that the case against Trump, these 34 counts of falsifying business records uh, stemming from the alleged hush money payment to former porn star Stormy Daniels. A few notes. First of all, uh, Daniels failed in her defamation lawsuit against Trump back in 2018. That didn't work. Uh, she still owes legal fees to Trump. In fact, the, uh, let me see if I got this right. Yes. Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals just ruled that, in fact, Daniels owes Trump another $122,000 in legal fees. Um, and also, let's not forget that Daniels' uh, former attorney is Michael Avenatti, who is going to prison for extortion. These are not, and also, of course, the fact that Daniels is a former porn star. These are not exactly the sort of people that should be heroes uh, or the sort of people you really trust. That's really, maybe we should just throw that out there. It's, 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 it's a critical part of this, I think. Uh, the other thing to note is that legal experts have weighed in on this and said that the case against Trump is a little weak uh, and hinging on a lot of factors that are not well explained. Uh, and one of these uh, that came to light was that uh, these these are 34 felonies, uh, but the only way they became felonies is that they basically took a misdemeanor, added it to another misdemeanor, and got a felony. Uh, that's what one legal analyst on MSNBC uh, said recently. And uh, if you really look at it from, if you take all the evidence into account right now, um, also Trump has pl uh, pled not guilty, um, it really, it looks like already that it's a big nothing burger and that nothing is really going to come of this. And as Trump has said, it, it's a political witch hunt. The timing of this is something that really needs to be talked about. They have been working on this case for four or five years now. Uh, is it a coincidence that he was indicted uh, just shortly after announcing his candidacy for 2024? Is that a coincidence? Doesn't feel like one, but I guess maybe it is. And they're saying that the actual trial might not take place until January, which of course is right around the time of the Republican convention, the primaries. I mean, for 2024. Um, so all of this seems very carefully orchestrated and coordinated, and I completely understand it, and it's notable and worth talking about. Um, and I don't believe that this really has, this is really that big of a deal to begin with. Although, of course, there is the historic part of this in that no uh, president, uh, current or former president, has ever been indicted, accused of a, of a crime in, in, in national history. So there's a, there's a historic first for that. Um, but one, one thing I want to ask, and I'm asking this legitimately, I'm not poking fun at people and, and are insulting anybody who says, who believes that uh, Trump won the 2020 election, that it was stolen from him. Uh, look, I have said in the past that I 
I tend to side with people like Ben Shapiro on this. Um, I don't believe that there is mass federal manipulation, that they control everything and that they can manipulate the outcome of any election. Um, I, at the same time, I do agree that there is enough evidence to question the integrity of our election system and that it should be done and really isn't and leaves me very suspicious and leery over the trustworthiness of our system. And I believe I have every right to be leery about it because, again, we do seem to have enough evidence to suggest that it is not 100% reliable. Um, but, again, I don't believe in all over overarching um, conspiracy here that basically says that Democrats have full control and they'll just they'll just take any election they choose. Few few things. First, if this was possible, and I made this point last year, um, then the uh, midterm elections would not have gone the way they did. Granted, we did not get the giant red wave that they had predicted, but the GOP did reclaim. Um, the majority in the House. Now, if if the regime had full control over, over voting uh, nationwide, then why would they allow that to happen? Um, is it, you know, and, and it really does hinder them in a lot of ways. Splitting that up and making the House have, uh, you know, GOP and Senate uh, very, very close, but still the majority Democrat, it, it, it does hinder them in a lot of ways. Their, their progressive and liberal agenda is going to get and already has been railroaded and stopped and halted and investigated. You know, I'm not saying a whole lot is going to come from these Republican investigations, but it does get in the way. And if I'm in full control of things, why would I allow this to happen? Um, is it just to make it seem like put on a good show and say, here, we'll throw the Republicans a bone, but we certainly won't let them come in uh, to the White House ever again? I suppose you can make that argument. Um, but let's factor in this Trump indictment, please. Again, consider that you are in control of a country, right? You're North Korea or something. And you really doesn't, elections aren't a thing. Or Russia, they're just not a thing. They, they, they hold them, but they don't mean anything. Um, we all know who's, quote, winning. And, and everything is manipulated from on, on a government level, right? Let's say you believe that that's the case. And let's say that's what's happening in this country right now. You believe that uh, the Democrat regime has that control. Uh, and at the same time, you're saying, okay, I agree that this is a political witch hunt for Trump and all they're trying to do is smear him and stop him from running. Well, why do you need the second part? If you're in full control, why do you need to do anything about Trump? What difference does it make? Let him do what he wants to do. If you have full control over the, over the voting and the outcomes of these elections, who cares, right? I mean, what difference does it make? 200 million people could vote for Trump and you could make it, and if you have control, you can make it seem like he lost, right? That's, that's where I'm at a crossroads here, and I think we all need to be. You don't go to all this trouble of shooting down a political opponent and smearing him and maybe making it so he can't run or just, you know, making it seem like anybody who votes for him is a criminal because he's a criminal and just smashing their, his whole base all over the place. Why bother? Why go to all this effort? When it's completely unnecessary, when all you have to do is pull a lever and the, your, your guy's going to win, regardless of how Trump is viewed, right? What difference does his image make? What difference does his reputation make? What difference does it make uh, as to how his followers are responding? Who cares? If you do have that control that you, some people claim that Democrats have, 
Do you see what I mean? You can't really have it both ways. It doesn't really make any logical sense. Now, I completely understand. It's, it's certainly true they go after him because they don't like him. And that's a given, right? I, I and many others predicted that as soon as Trump announced uh, his candidacy for 2024, the, the windfall was coming in one way or another, and it came. Because um, they don't like him and they don't want any part and all that. But if they were scared of him, this is only if they were scared of him, right? If they're scared of him, this is what they're going to do. If they're worried that he, him and his followers have a chance of retaking the White House, then they're going to do this. But if they're not worried and they know they have full control over elections, why? What difference does it make? Who cares what he does in terms of, in terms of they just want to go after him because they want to take him down? Okay. But in terms of a political angle, if you've got all the elections all sewn up, the, that side to this case is unnecessary and illogical. You know, you have to think of it from sort of an authoritarian standpoint. You're, you're all, some of you are claiming that, you know, they have this power, that elections don't mean anything, that they're just going to steal it again in 2024. Oh, well, all right. So why are they bothering with any of this? Um, why did we lose, why did they lose the midterms? Just on purpose to make it look good for 2024? I, I, I mean... There's too much that it seems to me they're worried and they're worried because they have a, a geriatric president who's barely conscious as far as I'm concerned. Um, and they know he can't really, he doesn't have a good shot of winning. His approval rating is falling again. Uh, the most telling element there is that the majority of Democrat voters, according to most polls, don't want him to run again. Um, and it's very likely you're going to see somebody like a Gavin Newsom sh uh, popping up instead um, and of course, we don't know if, if on the flip side, if, if Republican governor from Florida, Ron DeSantis is going to run, it certainly appears like he's going to, um, and that announcement could be coming soon. And maybe they want to shoot down Trump, you know, because DeSantis is less likely to, he has, he has, you know, he's been lagging well behind Trump in the polls for, for the GOP nomination. Maybe they figure if they can get rid of Trump, what's going to happen is, um, uh, fewer people will just go out to vote because they lost their guy. They lost Trump. Now they're not going to vote for anybody. Now I've warned against that several times. That just because, say, Trump doesn't get the nomination, uh, then you're just not going to vote, right? The, which is the worst mistake you make. And what Democrats are counting on with this move, if they can get Trump out of the way, and they're looking at the polls, they say, okay, his next closest competition to DeSantis, but even he is lagging in popularity right now. And if it came down to DeSantis versus anybody we put out, whether it's Biden or Newsom or whatever, then we're still going to win because the, the GOP just lost their strongest their strongest candidate because so many Trump supporters are all, you know, butthurt about losing their guy. Now they're just not going to vote out of spite, which is the worst thing you can do. You want to take this country back from the, from the radical insanity liberals, uh, you're going to just have to vote for who, pretty much whoever the GOP, but anybody is better than these whack jobs, right? And that's what you have to focus on. But again, why do any of this from a Democrat standpoint if you're not worried about whoever? If you have, if you have full control, you don't care who the Republican nominee is. You don't care what his image is. You don't care how many supporters he has. You don't care about any of that because all you have to do is, you know, pull a few strings and boom, our guy wins the election. Again, if that's the case, none of this makes any sense, right? You're just speaking logically here, unless someone can give me another explanation as to why they would bother with this if they have that full control. Um, so 
It speaks to the fear of Democrats and the fear of Trump and their hatred of Trump. Um, but it also speaks to the other thing, which I have said many times before, which is that Trump is simply too divisive. Um, he's too divisive a character for a country that is already immensely divided. I'm not, I, I, ha, I always have to clarify this because people flip out. You're turning on Trump. You're betraying him for being, you know. Uh, I, I've always liked his policies. I think he did a great job as president. I think he did a lot of things that this country needed to see. I think he'd probably do okay a second time. I think all, many of his policies um, are absolutely essential for getting this country back on track. I think just from a political standpoint, he is a very good uh, candidate for the job and maybe somebody that this country needs. From a social and personal standpoint, he is not. He's the opposite of what this country needs. So I'm sort of at odds with him in that way. Um, and the other thing that's this, that engenders this, uh, this, this mania of Trump, people, the Democrats are going to use, the other thing they're going to use with this case is to prove that all Trump supporters are just mindless zealots and um, fanatics. And there's this hero worship going on with Trump that they're going to take advantage of and plaster it all over their their, their precious state-run uh, media, you know, CNN, NPR, and say, see, this proves that everybody who voted for Trump, all these millions of people, are brainless, mindless zealots who will who basically think of him as a king and will vote for nobody else and will, like, you know, give up their lives for him and it's all insane. You know, he's like a, he, he's like a, uh, he's like a deity to them. And this is not the image that the, that conservative and Republican voters should be showing right now. Because again, it's giving the other side plenty of ammunition. Don't do the I'm voting for Trump or nobody thing, because that sort of proves their point about mindless hero worship. The idea that Trump's the only human alive who can get this country back on track is wrong. It, it, it's just wrong. He probably could, I, I imagine he would, but the divisive nature of his just his personality and who he is and how badly the left hates him and how much they are going to continue to divide this country if he's in charge, I don't think it's worth it. In order to put, you know, it's just, if even if he fixes a whole lot of things, if this country is still divided right down the middle and even worse so, then he actually is doing more harm than good in the long run. The division of this country is the biggest problem right now. That is the number one biggest problem. You can point to a million other things. You can point to the economy, the infrastructure, illegal immigration, healthcare. You can point to a million things that are all very much broken and in desperate need of help. I, I, I agree on those. But the number one thing is that, uh, you know, divided we, we cannot stand. It's Abraham Lincoln. He wasn't wrong. You're seeing a split. You're seeing a national divorce without an official national divorce actually happening. I said this last week um, about how people, and, and prior to that, about how Americans are simply going to split from each other and not have anything to do with each other uh, based on political views. And you're already seeing it happening. You're seeing people move to states that, that are more friendlier towards them. You're seeing family splits and friends split forever. Uh, because of this, you're see it's it's kind of like the Civil War in that, isn't it? Where families would split right down the middle of this and never have anything to do with each other, or um, or or you're talking about a situation where things have gotten so far out, and again, there's there's no common ground here between the two sides. So how can you have a united country when there's no common ground between the two sides? You can't. There is no such thing. Donald Trump is not going 
to heal that. He's only going to make the division, the gap between the two wider. You know, you know what I mean? I, and I'm not saying it'd be his fault. I'm just saying that's what's going to happen. In that way, we need to consider other options. This, is, this, this whole indictment thing is just proof positive of what I've been saying. The man is too much of a lightning rod. And that there are other, younger, by the way, which is important, candidates out there like DeSantis who could do a really good job in, in, in the White House. Certainly better than Biden or any whacked out Democrat they can put in there, right? You can talk about your rhinos and, and all the people, people you don't like in the Republican Party and how the Republican Party has, has failed you. I, I understand what you're saying. I agree with you in many respects. But again, anything is better than letting these people continue to run the country because they're just running it into the ground, especially in terms of uh, social topics, in terms of social justice. and to all, all that's just wrecking us, and they don't seem to care. They don't believe in numbers, so they don't believe in stats or facts or truth. They don't do medical fact anymore. They just go, well, I believe I'm a goat, so I'm a goat. Uh, they, the sickest, most backwards, dysfunctional uh, mess that humanity has ever seen, and they're backing this. And it's not working out. It's not going to help us in the long run. These people aren't exactly going to create nuclear fission or put us on Mars. No, they're not. Far too unstable for that. This is mental illness on a mass scale, and they're being supported and encouraged, and making and we're making them immune. And these are the people who we have in charge. You got to get them out of here, or this country goes down. So it really doesn't matter who, provided it's not one of them. Trump, being who he is, has the capability at the same time to implement a variety of very important policies that would be good for this country. And at the same time, continue to divide this country even more. Now, that's a trade-off, and I don't like that trade-off. Because policies only go so far. In the end, you'll just have red states and blue states and flat out, you know, at least if not an actual bullet-flying civil war, an actual social civil war, in that half the country will have nothing to do with the other half of the country, whether they're working together, forget it, we're only going with companies that hire certain side, or... Um, Friends, family, whatever, businesses that only, you know, they're only going to cater to these people. That's where it's going. And that's where it will continue to go if Trump is in office. And I'm telling you right now, I'm not blaming him. It's just the way he is. It's who he is. You can't change who you are, especially at his age. And he's not going to change. And he doesn't, shouldn't have to change. But the situation right now does not call for him. It calls for anybody who can push back against these idiots and not divide this country any further. As for the indictment itself, again, you know, they, they just scrounged this up out of uh, what really was a misdemeanor. Whether it's true or not, whether he's guilty or not, I honestly don't care. And not most people, you know what, this, as in paying people to stay quiet, you think Biden's family never did this? Really? Pretty much every major politician who has been a, a career politician, who has... Uh, elevated themselves to the top of Washington in one way or another, whether it's senator or congressman, pretty much all of them are guilty of this in some way or another, especially if they were business people before this. Oh, yes, they are. Paying people to stay quiet is hardly anything new, nor is it anything that, you know, people even frown on that much anymore. I suppose we're just going to ignore the fact, absolute fact, that, that the 
federal government colluded with uh, social media to make sure the Hunter Biden story about the, his, his laptop made sure that that wasn't a big thing and then, cr you know, crossed it off the list as mis misinformation, disinformation when Joe Biden was campaigning for president. Yeah, that's not a coincidence. That happened. That's basic. And you think no money passed hands, changed hands in that scenario? Of course it did. We're never going to know. You're never going to know about 99% of these hush money things that happened in politics and business. You're not. This is this is not. It's a joke to people who are in those fields who have been there for a long time. It's, yeah, whatever. It's not even that much money. It's, it's these are the things that happen. And, and if he's not guilty, and and again, looking at look look who's doing the look who the accuser is. You, you're really going to take the word of a just absolute slut, which is what porn stars are, and a gold digging slut to boot. And really, that that's it. That that's your that's your star witness. I the the bottom line is it's too it's it's. It's too gross for me to even talk. I don't even care about it. I really don't. And a lot of people don't. Um, it's dominating headlines, not because of the crime or the alleged crime, not because of the proceed the legal proceedings, but because of who's involved. Who's anybody but Trump? You know, whatever. It's just another day in court for another businessman or politician. This is not that big of a deal. Um, and a very, very flimsy case, as many legal experts, even leftist legal experts, have said. And they're worried that it's not going to stand up because it's flimsy. Again, we don't care. That, that doesn't appear to be the point here. The point is to smear Trump and in also uh, show his supporters to be mindless uh, hero worshippers. That's really what they want. And that can help, you know pave the way for them for 2024. But again, I got to say, why why do that if they're all sorts of convinced and they got everything already locked up for 2024 because they're in control of the elections? This doesn't make any sense. If it's political, why? Who cares? Why bother? We'll just, you know, make the election happen, you know, fall in our favor. But that's really the point I want to make because I, it's, it, it does feel, I mean, we, we all blame People like friends and family, they're so far left, we can't talk to them anymore. And we blame them for not being open-minded. And we blame them for being just straight on down the line leftist Nazis. Okay, but if we turn the mirror on ourselves, are we any better by shunning fellow conservatives or Republicans who simply aren't, don't think Trump is going to be right? I mean, people freak out if you don't, if you say that Trump shouldn't be president and they just say, that's it, I want nothing to do with you anymore. That kind of seems like mindless hero worship to me. Um, and kind of narrow-minded. You're going against people who pretty much agree with everything you agree with, that agree with you on every major topic, and only because they believe that Trump is not necessarily the right man for the job in this instance, that's it, you're not talking to him anymore? That, that's not any different, really, than having a, you know, a liberal family member who won't talk to you. There's too much not talking going on. There's too much extremism going on. There's too much this happens or forget it going on. There's all way too much of that. And this Trump indictment is proving it again. Another reason why we need somebody else. Somebody who uh, can has a lot of Trump's policies in his own mind, like DeSantis, you know, or somebody else. Um, that would be good. I, I actually don't have a problem with Nikki Haley either. I think she's a little too, um, she, she probably doesn't have the necessary gravitas, the necessary power to be president, I don't think. I mean, 
uh, and she certainly doesn't have the support. You know, she, she'll never get the nomination. But I wouldn't have any trouble with her either. Wouldn't have any problem with Christy Noem. Pence even would be okay. Anybody but the whack jobs. And we can actually start to maybe get this country back on track. That's really my point. So that's it for me. I appreciate you listening as always. Um, again, consider what this indictment means. Um, and if, you, if it means what you think it means, could it also fly in the face of the idea that maybe elections aren't completely controlled? Because you can't believe both. It doesn't work that way. There's no logical reason to do this if you don't, if you have control of the elections. There's no reason. You can, Trump's not going to win anyway. What do you care? What's he going to do? So that's my point. And hero worship, not a good thing for anybody, regardless of what side you're on. Um, and just don't fall into Democrat traps. That's my main goal. Do not fall into this because they want to paint Trump and his followers and all conservatives and Republicans with a certain brush. Don't allow them to use that brush. The only way to not allow them to use that brush is not fall into their traps. So that's it for me. I appreciate your attention as always. And uh, hopefully this thing will not drag on because it's going to get tiresome. Um, but again, that's it for me. And uh, I appreciate your time, your attention, and your open-mindedness to listen. And I will see you again next week. Thank you.